0: Civil danger warning.
1: A disaster of unknown type has occurred.
0: Number of casualties are not yet met.
1: Outbreak of a highly contagious virus.
0: Normal programming has been suspended.
1: Stay calm, and stay indoors. Gary? Gary, fire up the probe. This is not a test. Don't worry, the gravity field should even out soon. The rift is starting to form. Okay great, let's get started.
0: The Glorious Free Republic of
1: Yorkshire Radio Show. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire Radio Show. Gary has repurposed an old NASA probe to create a rift in the space-time fabric and is drawing power from a parallel universe where plugs still work. So we should have enough power for around half an hour before we risk triggering a chain reaction that might consume the world. In that time we'll be bringing you government-approved news and stories from The Glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire that might of the many new nation-states that, several decades ago, emerged from the troubled era that was early 21st century Britain. My name, of course, is Lloyd Becklesnip, and we have a packed show for you tonight. In our Spotlight On feature, I'll be catching up with Harold Halfshilling, who is valet to King George VI. We just have to prepare an array of different weapons for him, including, would you believe, a toothbrush
2: that we've made a shank out of the other end with knives. Oh, wow, that's real old school. Yeah, very old school.
1: He does like that sort of thing. He likes to be very hands-on. And later, I'll be going undercover in my attempt to infiltrate the suspected anti-government knitting group, the Skelmanthorpe Perlers. Have you any tea that's from outside of Yorkshire? Oh, steady on. You have to have tea from Skelmanthorpe. Okay, so it's an actual local brood. Of course
3: it is a local brood, you do you do are you from round here? Oh yes, yes, yes. You're
1: from And if there's time we'll pay a quick visit to the Gadget Dungeon with Sly Winifred. But first, here's the latest drone news. The latest batch of Welsh Amazon drones has just been released, and these ones can use facial recognition to match you up with your profile and they will open fire if you've left too many negative comments, so please remember to use those one-star reviews sparingly. The Northmoor's Netflix drones now have the ability to hypnotise you into watching an endless loop of coming attractions. If you get stuck in one of these, just shout out, buffering, to scare them away. On the plus side, if you manage to make one of them laugh, you will immediately be awarded 50 million dollars to do a one-hour comedy special. And finally, Yes, the Bradford City Council gym-bots have become sentient... again. You know the drill. Avoid making direct eye contact with any of them, or they will make you do star jumps until your pelvis looks like a bag of broken biscuits. Or, even worse, they will try to convince you of the benefits of doing CrossFit training. That's all the latest drone news. But now, in our latest Spotlight On feature, I put on my best bib and tucker as I travel to the Palace to meet with Harold Halfshilling, a valet to King George VI. the Sixth Harold,, uh, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you very much for inviting me. It's very nice.
1: Now, Harold, you have been our great king's valet for well for his entire reign now. And so can you just run us through? What would your morning routine with our king be? It depends on what mood he's in. For example,
2: tomorrow he's getting up at the crack of 12 o'clock and then after that we're having lunch. Well, obviously I'm not having lunch. I'm just running around making sure that his lunch is prepared and everything is up to standard.
1: Um, You you do get the scraps afterwards, isn't that one of the the perks of the job? King Geoffrey does tend not to leave
2: much in the way of scraps, if I'm honest. But yes, there are off cuts. Um. Oh,
1: and obviously, out when he picks his teeth after the meal, you get what comes out then, don't you?
2: Yes. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And also, if we're going to go down this road, uh, toiletry habits as well. Sometimes, you know, for example, sweet corn can continue through and be still relatively edible the other side. Fascinating. And what can you reveal about his dressing routine? His routine normally is he he gets up. Well, I get him up, to be fair. He doesn't really get up, he doesn't have the motor skills. So his dressing routine. He He did at one point toy the idea of not wearing anything, because he thought that would be the best thing, to show the Lancastrians what a real man looks like. But normally he wears a pair of breeches, something rough-hewn, you know, that kind of thing. He likes people to think he's a man of the people, not gentries, as he clearly is.
1: So the rumours of him wearing a a different jacket every day with the hand-stitched monograms from the peasants that he slept with the night before, you can deny those rumours? He certainly doesn't wear a different one every day. Okay, that's good to know. And so you've got a quite busy week ahead because obviously the Royal Swamp Mongrel hunt is upon us. It's a big time for the entire Royal House. They all
2: come out and wear their best finery. There's the food to think about.
1: It's quite the challenge getting the food to the Swamp Mongrel Valley because there is no official roads to that particular area at the moment.
2: No, we have lost quite a few peasants doing that, I have to say, which I do find personally very regrettable.
1: Uh, because it's a waste of good peasants, frankly. And how's corralling the swamp mongrels into the designated kill zone been going? We don't
2: like to call it a kill zone. The kill zone seems a little bit, you know, a bit too final. Because, you know, they do stand a chance, after all. A slim chance, but a chance nonetheless.
0: The
1: glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire radio show. And we'll hear the rest of that fascinating chat in a moment, but first a word from this week's sponsor. Tired of waiting in line at the government post office to find out if any stamps were actually printed today? Confused by the new 32-digit, three-dimensional matrix hexadecimal postcodes? Wish you could just send a letter from the comfort of your own domicile. Well, you can't, as posts can only be delivered or collected at either of our nationwide letter silos. But maybe we can offer an alternative. Sign up to our service at scamps.com. And then all you have to do is shout out the contents of your letter from a bedroom window. And if one of our nationwide network of scamps is passing by, they will then start a rumour featuring the contents of your letter. And it has an 87% chance of reaching the ears of your intended recipient within two to six weeks. and now back to our interview with royal valet harold half As it's been broadcast live, people are very excited to see what weaponry King Geoffrey is going to be selecting this year. Is there any chance we'll be seeing my personal favourite, the Royal Flamethrower?
2: I, I don't know, it's the only truth, because it is literally up to the King himself. We just have to prepare an array of different weapons for him, okay. including, would you believe, a toothbrush that we've made the shank out of the other end with knives.
1: Oh, wow, that's um, real old school stuff.
2: Very old school. He does like that sort of thing. He likes to be very
1: hands-on. So do you lay them out and kind of ranking from low end to high high end like you would have the automatic grenade launcher maybe near the top yeah the silver bullet machine gun just in case any of the Swamp Mongols happen um, to be possessed. Never happened, but you never know.
2: uh Yeah, so um, what we tend to do is we have the different kinds of weapons together as well, though. For example, close range, what we all call melee weapons, from shank to dagger to double handed sword. And then the next table will have range weapons. So we'll have guns, rocket launchers, that kind of thing. And then on the final table, we tend to have things like bombs, grenades. So we can have a bit of a
1: pick and a mix, if you like. And his wife, Lady Gwendolyn, has been a very keen participant in the last mm. couple of Years, but she seems to be a lot more simpler in her weapon tastes.
2: I know she does tend to choose the uh, the uh, battle axe. She does seem to certainly know how to use it, as anybody who's crossed her would uh, be able to verify.
1: But it's a way of singing to the swamp mongrels and almost seducing them into hmm. a soporific state. It's quite a beautiful haunting sound before she then bludgeons them and squeezes their brains out of their ears. It's quite the sight. It's very moving, I find. And now I know that you're approaching your retirement age mm-hmm. of 85, which seems far too young. We've got to be getting this economy going. We can't be letting people stop working at 85, but never mind that. So you have trained your son through the ranks, but I believe you're now training your grandson to, take up an entry level position in the royal household
2: indeed yes my grandson is
1: currently working in the corralling of the swamp mongrels for the feasts and for the fights well if he survives that i mean the kudos of Mm. surviving a swamp mongrel corralling will serve him in good stead Um, absolutely
2: i mean it's unlikely yeah absolutely if he does survive he'll deserve it certainly yes he'll
1: have worked for it well harold thank you very much for that fascinating glimpse behind the golden crusted curtain cheers bye-bye thank you very much
2: The Glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire radio
1: show. What a revealing feature that was. Of course, the King inspires us on a daily basis to further the glory of the Free Republic of Yorkshire. But it saddens my heart to have to inform you that there are actually people out there who are working against this great nation and against our kind benevolent government. There have been rumors of rebellious groups and insurgent cells. Just last week, a government compound was raided using ropes that looked like they had been knitted. Our very own investigative team sourced the wool to a shop in Skelmanthorpe. So I rigged up a secret microphone and sought to infiltrate the potentially terrorist local knitting group. Okay, I'm uh, near the uh, location of the next meeting. I'm just gonna hide my microphone. Uh, the password is knit1, one, Pearl one all for one.
3: Oh, God. come on in. Welcome to the Skelman Thorpe Pearlers. My name's Pearl. Come on in, say hello to the girls. Oh, hello, everyone. Yeah, there we go.
1: Nice, isn't it? Oh, you?
3: Nice young man. Here. <laughs> come and sit near me. Okay, yes, yeah. yes,
1: you can show me the ropes. So yeah, me. yeah, I'll show you the rope. No problem. Would you like a cup of tea? Uh, Yes, I would love a cup of tea. What kind of tea do
3: you have? Oh, we've got it all here. We've got everything you could possibly want. It's all wet. (laughs) Have
1: you any tea that's from outside of Yorkshire? Oh, steady on. What do you mean? I'd heard about there were some rogue teas going around. Oh,
3: we only have Yorkshire tea in here.
1: Okay. okay We're the yes.
3: proud ladies of Skelmanthorpe, thank you very much. The Skelmanthorpe Hillers only have certain kind of Yorkshire tea in here? Thank you very much. So, sorry, I meant I meant no offence. No, that's fine. That's fine. You've got to keep up appearances, isn't that right? Well, we, you have to keep up your Skelmanthorpe appearance. Yes, you have to have tea from Skelmanthorpe. Okay, so it's an actual local brood? Of course it is a local brood. You do, you do. Are you from round here? Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're from um, Scalmanthorpe?
1: Yes, no, it was uh, it was Harold down the road that told me about the the. Harold, the, the yes, yeah. yes. Yeah.
3: All, All right, correct. well, any friend of Harold is a, a friend of ours in, in Scalmanthorpe. So anyway, I'll get you a cup of tea, that's fine. Okay, thank you. Mm. So what will we be knitting tonight? Well, what
1: would you like to knit? I see you brought some wool, what's that? This is called wire wool. It's got very high tensile strength. Can support the weight uh, of two to three people. Right. So, you know, you can knit all sorts of interesting things with that. Well, you could do a jumper if you want, or a scarf,
3: I guess. It's up to you, isn't it? We don't really like to tell people what to do. It's really up to their imagination. What What would you like to make? Well, a scarf
1: sounds interesting. Maybe a, a long, thin scarf, about 30 feet long. Is that, right. Is that something right. you've, you've done before?
3: Oh, I've never done anything like that. Some of the others might have done I don't know, but I, I've never done anything like that. I like to do jumpers or gloves. Okay. Um, oh, I've, I've made some gloves sometimes where I put a string through so you don't lose them. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, an anti-loss device yeah. glove. Yeah, yeah. That, if you want to call it yeah. that, that's very... Ooh. Uh, what, posh. <laughs> what about balaclavas? Have you got a line on balaclavas? Well, it, the winds of
3: Skelmanthorpe do pick up sometimes, so we do need to have some balaclavas. So, yes, we have been known to make them from time to time, yes.
1: They completely obscure your face so you can... Well,
3: no, no, we wouldn't do that. You've got to see the fish. You want to see Bill? People are, don't you? Because we don't want any outsiders here. The glorious free Republic
1: of Yorkshire radio show. And we'll hear the rest of that explosive report in a moment. But first, here's a little taste of what's also available to listen to on the free Yorkshire network. Conspiracy Files I'm Simon Threedlehorn, and this is a podcast that peels back the plastic to smell the fresh leather of today's newest conspiracy theories. The Conspiracy conspiracy Files There's an explosive rumour circulating what's left of the internet that the world is actually round. We scaled my one side to have a good look, and it still looked pretty flat to us. The Is the royal family actually descended from German humans, and they only pretend to be humans in lizard form to instill fear and respect? We rifled through the palace bins and found zero discarded lizard tails. Intriguing. The, the conspiracy. A newly discovered photo seem to indicate that we've actually been to the moon. What? Some idiots believe the moon is real. Pfft, this is too much, even for me. Get it together, people. The the cosmos. 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 And now back to the lair of the Skelmanthorpe purlers. So, I'll get knitting... Yes. Um... With this uh, long scarf, mm-hmm. of kind of knitting in some knots, so it's like a knotted scarf that, um, I don't know, for example, one could throw over a fence and climb up. Throw over? Why would you do that? That sounds a bit strange to me. Why would you jump over?
3: Well, what? What right. fence would you be climbing over? Well, I don't know, maybe a, a government compound fence, something oh. like that. Oh we, oh, we don't talk about the government in here, where the Skelman thought pearlers. We, we knit all day and we drink tea. So no mention of the government at all.
1: No, we don't talk about things like that. I mean, So we in, in some ways you could almost say that you're anti-government conversation.
3: Well, we know where conversations like that go, don't we? We don't want a black van turning up. Beryl, God rest her soul, she started talking about the government one day in here and um, all of a sudden, a knock at the door, van there, she got thrown in. We never saw her again. All that were left were a pair of mittens. We trust and love our government, so... Of course well, we do. when I mean, they took her, it was for her own good. Right, because they keep things right. They keep things proper, don't they? That's what they do. And we'd never do anything against them. So I don't know where you're leading it with your talk of jumping over walls and things. That's It's upsetting me, really. OK, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, mm. I, I
1: didn't mean to, 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 to I mean, that's twice you. you've upset me. Once with so the tea and now we're talking about the government. I apologise. Mm. I, I seem to have been mistaken in my approach. That's but, fine, that's uh, fine. Is there anything I can do to... Placate your troubled nerves. Well, but maybe you could pop to the shop and get us something nice. Oh, right, I can go get supplies
3: for you. Well, just some just some biscuits, maybe. As a sign of saying you're sorry, maybe you
1: could go get us something nice. So, some biscuits, hmm? a bit of milk, maybe. Maybe, And uh, some bolt cutters. You'd be interested in some bolt cutters? Maybe, maybe. My bolt cutters?
3: There's nothing really to cut around. It. No, we don't need anything like that. I think you've lost
1: the
2: point again, haven't
1: you? <sighs> Okay, well, uh, so I've just um, snuck into the the parlor here, and I'm I'm having a little rifle around and see if they have actually got biscuits and they're sending me on a false errand. And from having a little route around. There's no, uh, see, no bolt cutters at all, or radio equipment. It's they've got everything.
3: Why is the star locked? Oh, sorry. Why is, uh, this, why is the star shot?
1: Sorry, I, I, I must have taken a wrong turn. I was trying to find the uh, the front door so I could go get you some biscuits.
3: Uh, open this door.
1: OK, sorry, just... Okay. Right, you know where you are. They're always
3: out there. What are you doing in here?
1: I'm sorry, I'm such a klutz. Mm. I'm, 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 I'll go and get you the milk. Right, and, good. Uh, Be sure uh, that you uh, do. Uh, I'm off now. OK, I'm, I'm going down the road to get the milk uh, their cover is so extreme. I've got one last idea that I think might draw them out. Uh, so I'll just get the uh, Milton Biscuits and head back in. Okay, I'm going back in now. I've got your biscuits and. Mil- Sorry, I never did catch your, your name. Well, it's Pearl. It's the Skelmanthorpe Pearlers. I'm Pearl. You are the Pearl of the Skelmanthorpe Pearlers. Yes, I am.
3: You could say I'm the head of the organisation here. Yes. Oh, so you, you admit that
1: you're the one behind all of this? Of course I'm behind the Skelman thought pearl, as I'm pearl. This is my group. So if I was to say to you that we should be measuring this wool out in metres rather than yards, would that be something you'd be interested in? Well, of course it would. <gasps> so you admit you're amenable to metric measurements? Oh,
3: um, what I mean, um, can you can use any of measurement in this. In this? It's, look, if you want to measure something out in here, you can measure it however you want.
1: No, it's too late. I've summoned them. The black van is on the no, way.
3: No, you'll never take me alive, you son of a bitch. Where
1: did you get that machine gun from? you you better back off. It's all true. You are behind the attack.
3: Skelmanthorpe, Perlis, forever. You'll never take us alive.
1: Where does this armoured vehicle come from?
3: Like let's you... get out of here, Skelmanthorpe, You Unite, let's go. Come on, come
1: on. Quick, they went that way. They went that away. way <laughs> Come on In the ensuing battle, although our government forces managed to tag and bag at least three of the grannies, we believe that their leader and the rest of the group managed to flee the scene and are still at large. So if you hear the ominous clacking of knitting needles, discover any discarded yarns of wool, or stumble across any unsanctioned stitching patterns, then please alert the local authorities. Do not approach these pensioners. They are armed and dangerous. Indeed, we solemnly dedicate the rest of this show to the five brave government officers who lost their lives in this melee. Duncan Log Between, Pietro Snoozle Lung, Phil Fife, Theodore Carnouf Strain, and William Wendy Wanderlust. You shall not be forgotten. Well, Gary's evil twin has somehow made his way through the space-time rift, and they are locked in what looks like a battle to the death. But if we're quick, I think we can squeeze in a trip to the gadget dungeon with Sly Winifred. <laughs> Gadget Dungeon. Gadget dungeon. Gadget dungeon. Hello, I'm back in the Gadget Dungeon with our Gadget Master, Sly Winifred. And this week, Sly, I believe you've got some government-approved technology as we've got the latest device from our official supplier of all home technology, Harry Ramsden. What's Harry come up with this week?
0: How many plates do you have at home officially?
1: Well, there's one per person in the household, and obviously as head of the household I get the honorary
0: extra plate, so that would be three and a half. Absolutely perfect. That's standard across the board. Most homes in our country of Yorkshire have three and a half plates. So what would you think if I was to say to you, five-plate dishwasher? (laughs) That's right, you'd get shot in the back of the head. Well, you would have done
1: until the government relaxed its ruling on the size of internal
0: dishwashers, and I believe that's what you're going to show us this week. Absolutely. I mean, that's not only great new legislation from the Harry Ramsden people, that is great new technology from them as well. Let's just have a look at this little beauty. First thing to notice, it's all brass. Isn't that nice? Uh,
1: Yeah, just give it a tap. You can hear the quality on that.
0: Absolutely lovely. You can, you can test the metal of it, if you will. Now, I've got, obviously this is outrageous, but I've got five plates for us to try, okay? For demonstration purposes. Absolutely nothing else involved here. I tell you what, it's so simple to use. I'm going to walk you through the stages and you take care of it. How about that? That sounds good. Okay, first thing, we're going to put those five plates in. And then pull down the holding capsule. Okay. Now turn the first three valves, 45 degrees, anti-clockwise. That's right. Oh no, you've gone a bit too far on the third one. Just pull that back a little bit. There you go. Now take the grasping handle, pull that down, slowly, very slowly. Okay, that's fine. And then speed up right at the end that's great now take the resting bar and pull that across to the clamping tube that's great now isn't that simple a child could do it that's right so we're going to go into stage two now take over of the steam outlet pipe now make sure to connect that to the steam inlet pipe perfect oh you caught yourself a little bit there Doesn't
1: hurt too bad, though, does it? No, well, I can make sure the wound doesn't get infected with a quick blast from the steam output pipe. Anyway.
0: It's got so many uses, this item. That's why it's so wonderful. Now, just put two to seven pounds of your home fuel allowance into the furnace. There we go. Now set that alight. And I'll tell you, in just two to three hours, the water's going to steam up and those dishes are going to be cleaned to a glimmer shine. That
1: is just amazing, Sly. I can almost see the look on my neighbour's face when I invite them round for dinner. They bring their plates with them. Of course. Because who would not eat off a plate that they had chiselled out themselves? And at the end of the meal, I'll be able to go, can I wash that for you? Oh,
0: <laughs> laughing just thinking about it the look on their face is going to be a picture i know i know so how much is the new dishwasher going to set us back well this is only currently a prototype this item is going to be out there in the next 10 to 15 years that soon that soon in yorkshire's fast-moving technological economy that's just how quickly we can do things one quick thing never touch the machine once it's in motion
1: in motion yes
0: so that's
1: what the wheels are for if its vibrations are so violent it's dangerous to the foundations of your house to have it sealed in one place so you have to let it roam the house as it were
0: if you can try and set it up outside the house. Let it roam as far as it wants to. It will eventually make its way back to you and that's nothing to worry about. And this is
1: because during prototype testing several families were squashed in their kitchen.
0: Well, according to the official reports that I read there were just some unfortunate circumstances. Possibly those homes were scheduled for demolition. (laughs) We simply don't know.
1: And one of the benefits of letting it roam outside is that it will almost certainly take out a couple of swamp mongrels with it and then you can have those for dinner the next night.
0: It's win-win
1: with Harry. Thanks very much again, Sly, and we will see you next week.
0: Always a pleasure. Gary Dunning.
1: Gary Dunning. Gary Dunning. Okay, one of the Gary's has claimed victory. Not sure if it was the evil one or not. He's now approaching me with a section of lead piping that is either raised above his head in victory or ominously like he's about to attack. I can't really tell. But either way, I guess that's the end of another show. Cheerio, and until next time, may all your brews be strong, may all your puddings be fettled, and may all your swamp mongrels be radiation-free. Dara.
0: Communications have been severely disrupted.
1: Make sure you have food, water, and a battery-powered radio with you.
0: This is not a test.
1: So if you're listening to this bit, you made it all the way through another show. Thanks very much for listening to the end. I'm Noel Curry, and I'm the guy who puts this podcast together. And on the show, you heard Trevor Ship, Adam Martin, and Chris Lum. Myself, Adam, and Chris are all in an improv group called Super Trooper Improv. And if you're anywhere near the Leeds area, you can come and see us perform. Please do. We'd love to see you. Trevor is also a very funny man. He does lots of comedy writing and has a YouTube channel called The Bob Channel. So check that out. Details will be in the information part of this podcast. If you're enjoying all this silliness I'm putting together, you can follow us at Free York's Radio. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. So, you know, do the usual. Please retweet, like, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. And if you want to be really helpful, give us a nice review on iTunes. Thanks very much. We'll be back soon.
2: The glorious free republic of Yorkshire radio show.